Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where we review films that are in cinema these, right now. Da- these days. Yeah. The, these days. These days. Make it more broad. It sounds know. like a very oldie-worldie way of saying it. Like the, the films that the, the kids are watching these days, we're going to watch them too and review them. We're going to talk about what the kids are watching. <laughs> is that oldie-worldie? Or is that just out of touch? Well, that's what I was going for, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Um, Either way, I mean, for this film. <laughs> <laughs> Old of all these sounds more like I'm gonna go to the movies. See, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, alas and all, um, that was not... <laughs> that's that, that. That's the flashback references here. Yeah, there was also a whole '90s film that we're going to talk about. Indeed, yeah. So yeah, Captain Marvel. Thoughts in Thoughts general on Captain Marvel. Well, the, the, firstly, actually, um, sounds like you love this film. Uh, firstly, which Marvel films have you seen? Uh, oh god, I mean, I've seen a lot of them at this point. Like, I've seen Avengers. I think you've seen you've seen you've seen Infinity War. I know that Infinity War, yes. Um, by Avengers, did you mean the 2012 Avengers? No, as no, well? I've not seen that. I meant Infinity. Okay, War. cool. I've, so you've so you've seen Infinity War. Yeah. You've seen Spider Man. Yes, Spider Verse and a couple of Tobey Maguire's. Um, I'm just talking in MCU movies. Sorry. Um, here we go. <laughs> Every time. I've seen Doctor Strange. Oh, you saw Doctor Strange. Not, not that you remember it, but sure. No, I don't remember much what I saw. I saw Black Panther, which I do remember, which was great, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw... So, I, yeah, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, I saw Thor, the first one, which was super boring. The first one with yeah. third Natalie Portman and yes. what's the face from Two Broke Girls? Kat Dennings, yeah. Ugh. Dreadful. Uh, She's the worst thing in the whole universe. Kat Dennings in, in, in the MCU, in MCU universe, I sure, mean. Yeah. In, in, in the regular, in, in like our universe, like I'm sure she's fine. No. What with Cat Dennings, Natalie Portman? Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings, yeah. yeah. Not great. Not that Natalie Portman's great either, but. No, true. Um, so I saw that one. I've not seen Ragnarok. I know I should. Um, I'm sure there's another one I've seen at least. I feel like there's something I've I feel there's more. Well. Okay, here we go Iron Man, Hulk. No. No. Iron Man 2. No. Captain America. Thor no. the first one, yes. Yeah. Avengers. No. Iron Man 3. No. Thor Dark World. No. Captain America, The no. Winter Soldier. No. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yes. There yes, I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy Okay, Galaxy cool. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron. No. James Spader is a robot. No. Okay. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. Ant-Man. No. Um, Captain America Civil War. No. Doctor Strange. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. No. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. No. Um, Black Panther. Yes. yes. Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. Okay, and then, yeah, Captain Marvel. Great. Yeah. We so did it. I've, I've not seen as many as I thought. I've seen like yeah. five, but yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um, yes, Captain Marvel, thoughts in general? Well, I was very engaged. Mm-hmm. I remember it distinctly. Oh, I do. I, I had forgotten until you just reminded me. <laughs> Listeners, John fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, I was... I quite... don't think you were asleep for long. No, I had a few, a few minutes out, yeah. But you do have a reason for falling asleep. Mm. Yeah, it's nothing to do with the film. In my defence, I was quite tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the reason, John? Well, I've just bought a Nintendo Switch. So, oh, really? So I've not really been sleeping very much recently. Because mm. um, I've had... I need those precious hours to play games. Mm-hmm. Um, how many hours? I mean, how many hours are there in a day? Minus the bare minimum I need to do to stay employed. <laughs> <laughs> 
you are working at the bare minimum now, yeah. aren't you? Let's be honest. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I may, I may or may not have dozed off ever so slightly in the first hour. Mm. But I feel like I got most of it. Okay. Yeah. I found this film to be bland. It wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't incomprehensible. Like, we just recently reviewed John Carter for the main show. Mm. As in recent, I mean, like, within ten minutes ago. Yes. Um, this episode you're listening to now will be out a couple days beforehand, probably, I believe. Probably, yeah. But that was, that was like an example of a comic book slash action movie that was just completely incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. And I actively took disliked it. Mm-hmm. This film wasn't that. This film was not hard to follow, particularly. It was. It had a fairly straightforward story. It was just... It was just bland. Like, nothing... There was nothing about this film that really excited me. Mm. It was just... It was just there. Yeah. I was just watching things happen. I was like, this is inoffensive. That's yeah. all I've got. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's... Really struggling to think of anything more to say about than that. I'm not, I'm not completely disagreeing with you. Like, this, this film is not... Like a, it's it's not a breakthrough film. It's, no. it's it's not like anything in this film has, you know, not been done before. I mean, uh, no, that that that's a bit harsh. There's it it it's got one or two things that are a bit, um, out there. Again, that's a bit much. I don't I don't know. It is very middle ground. Yeah. This film. Well, it's, it's, a... it it's fine. <coughs> it I don't really think it puts <coughs> a step or maybe a big step wrong. I no, it doesn't. I, 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 I can't really think of anything. That was a disaster. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, there's there, not really any problems with it, but just uh, it's just not it's, it's not Black Panther, no, um, which a lot of people were kind of expecting of like, oh, Marvel are kind of delving into a a, a new field of diversity here. Yes, and it's it's not massively. What am I trying to say here? I was going to say it's not quite celebrating it, but that's not that's not the right word. It's I also find it a good thing that it's not majorly leaning into just like, oh, and she's a woman as well. Don't forget that. Yeah. Which, um, to to compare, like Wonder Woman was quite significantly about. Yeah. Um, well, the clues in the title, it's like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Versus, you know, Captain Marvel is just an other Marvel superhero who happens to be female. Yes, which is what I've always wanted. I mean, I, uh, I, I know there's certainly something to be said for um, films coming out now that are... Um, Kind of going in the oh, what was I Go, going out of their way to be like, hey, look, we're being diverse in different things. Sure. Ideally, what I want, and I'm sure that what everybody wants, is films that are just being diverse and not even talking yeah, about they it. Yeah, but that doesn't need to be the selling point. It's just the correct. new normal. But but yeah. like, there's a journey that needs to happen there. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, of course, I understand that. Um, I don't know. This this film's good. It was fine. What do you think of the character on the whole uh, of, of the Captain Car- Marvel, Carol Danvers? <sighs> I mean, this is the problem. Like, I. I like, Brie Larson was fine. Like, mm-hmm. I like Brie Larson. I've seen her in a lot of films and I find her to be a good actress, you know. She obviously worked hard on this. Mm-hmm. I just found the character... I, I couldn't place a character on her. You know what I mean? She was just... There wasn't a lot of personality there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, And I think that's just... It wasn't written in. I don't think that's Brie Larson's fault. Mm. But I don't think she's a bad actress at all. Like, she's a great actress. And she's very charismatic. And mm-hmm. I've seen her a lot of things that I've really liked her in. But I just wasn't getting anything from it, particularly. Mm-hmm. I don't think they wrote her a personality. Yeah, she she is a tad bland. Yeah. Not in a way that's going to be like a permanent part of her character, I, I, mm. I, I could imagine. Because 
and there's so much that you could do with his character. Sure. It's completely open. It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, in this film, there's a lot of points where there's just... She, she's not interesting. No. So, can you explain something to me? So, mm-hmm. the character is... Carol Danvers is a human woman who mm-hmm. dies, right? She's a, a, a pilot? She's a, a, yeah, a human pilot. Yeah. And then she... But she dies, and she gets... I don't think she dies. She, she doesn't die, okay. Her... So, um... She's a human pilot who um, is flying planes built by um, Annette Benning. Yes. Um, who we'll get to. We'll, we'll definitely get to um, Annette Benning, yeah. And her wigs. And her wigs, uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, one of these planes gets shot out of the sky um, by somebody. There's a bit of a fight going on. By um, aliens. By, well, yeah, you don't, you don't realise at the time, but yeah, it's, it, 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 it's alien Jude Law. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, spoilers, I guess. Uh Yes, and that plane that she's flying is fueled by, or sorry, powered by um, a light speed engine, mm-hmm. um, which Marvel fans will know is actually powered by the Tesseract, which is that blue cube that you saw. Oh, the Tesseract, yes. Yep. Um, which also becomes the space zone for Thanos, which is how he can teleport. Yes. Okay. But that's in the future at, the, at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that gets shot down. She blows up this in, um, light speed engine, and, and it hits her in and the all, chest. all the power of that just coincidentally goes into her chest okay. and turns her into the superhero that she is. Okay. So she's just a human. She's not like an alien inhabiting a human body. She's just a human. As far as I know, yes. I, I Okay, right. I, I, I may have misunderstood because like it, it is a fair bit confusing yeah, as yeah. to what she is. Sure, like, sure, sure. I, I'm not even fully confident of what I've just said, but yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. I was just struggling a little bit to place what that character actually was because, yeah, there's not a lot to mm. it so so yeah she is presumed dead dead because when she gets hit she's, by the alien she's presumed dead by the humans because when the, a, when a, the power a, hits her yeah at that point not that we see Jude Law takes her yeah Jude Law who is an alien yes he is a Kree a I believe Kree, yeah. yes um, not that he is blue like most Kree but I'm not too sure maybe they're just a race of multiple skin colours sure that works Um. yes so then he takes her and like teaches her how to fight or something and become a soldier for the Kree Empire. Yeah. Does she know she's human at that point? No. She thinks she's a Kree. She thinks she's Kree because Jude Law has told her. Okay, sure. And all the people back on Earth think Carol Danvers is dead. Yes. Okay. So at some point she goes back to Earth. How does yeah, she end up back so, on Earth? So um, for just just by coincidence, essentially, they're tracking down the scrolls. Yeah, so with the other which are these race, kind of yeah. green lizardy-looking people who can shapeshift. Yeah, so the which Kree is, which, basically which, look like humans, but they've got blue skin, unless yeah. they don't have blue skin. Yeah, in the case of Jude Law. Yeah, in which case they're just wearing contacts. Yeah, and the Skrull are Australian green things. Yeah, well, well, they're not all Australian. Just Ben Mendelsohn happens to be Australian. Sure, okay. Yeah. Because Marvel at this point seems to just be like, yeah, people can just be whatever accent rather than all yeah. being American. Yeah, which you know I like. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's, fine. It was a choice. It, yeah. it, it, it's fun. It gives some difference. And yeah. so you can have people like um, almost everybody in Thor Ragnarok just being strongly New Zealand accent. Yeah. No. Which is, I love. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You should watch that. It's good. I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so they're, they're tracking down the Kree or something. Sorry, they're tracking down the Skrulls um, who seem to be just outside of Earth. Mm-hmm. And Carol Danvers crash lands on Earth into, yep. a, into a blockbuster, mm-hmm. which I know that you enjoyed. 
I did. I enjoyed all the... So this film is primarily set in the mid-90s. Yeah. However, it does take about half an hour to get there is the issue. And they don't spend a lot of time there. They don't pun? They don't actually spend a lot of time there as well. I might disagree. Well, okay. They they, they spend quite a fair bit of time there, I think. As, as, As much as... I would want, like, without it just being constant Easter eggs, sure, constant sure, references sure, yeah. to, oh, we're in the 90s, don't forget we're in the 90s. It's the 90s, you know, the 90s. Yeah. Um, I think I enjoyed a lot of those Easter eggs. Yeah, I know, of, of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're gay, gay people of the 90s. Yeah, that's why, sure. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that. Fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's the message I got from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, is that not right? Sure, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, also, I, more pertinently, I grew up in the 90s. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so what, Blockbuster was a thing for you? Yes, of course it was. I went to Blockbuster. Yeah. Is that like the HMV of yeah, it was 10 like, years ago? Yeah, <laughs> video rental was a big thing. You couldn't download a film, you would... You'd rent one. Cool. I dreamed of Blockbuster moving into my town. We just had Pick a Flick, which was like low-rent Blockbuster. Pick a Flick? It was like a low-rent version of Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> VHS rental. Okay, sure. Well, anyway, um, yeah, so she finds herself on Earth in the 90s, um, which is good fun. Uh, it means that she bumps into Samuel L. Jackson, who is de-aged Horrifyingly de-aged Samuel L. Jackson. I wouldn't say horrifyingly. I'd say the only thing that looks odd about him is his haircut. It's, oh, I don't know. No, some of the work... <clears throat> it, it was impressive. It was undeniably impressive. They, mm-hmm. basi- they basically used CGI to make... 70-something Samuel L. Jackson look like 35. I mean, he is 70. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so they de-age him by a good 25 years. You mm-hmm. know, to bring him back to like the early 90s. Um, the maths is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's very impressive, but he does look like he's just had a very dodgy facelift to me. I didn't clock that at all. There's lots of like weird smoothness around the eyes and the forehead. Like... Mm. Uh, I, 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 I Maybe really I was watching it. for it too much. I don't know because I knew it was going to happen. But. I mean, I was looking out for it because I was interested to see like this is the first time it's been done for a character for the entire film, yeah. rather than just like a couple of scenes or something. Sure. Um, yeah, I thought that his that his face de aging wise was flawless. The hair that he was wearing was not the best. No. I don't know why. I think it just it it didn't look like what I know Samuel Jackson to be like hair wise. Sure. I can't think of a time when he's ever had either short hair and dark hair at the same time. Yeah. Not in... Um, like, Pulp Fiction, he's Pulp got Fiction. You know, he's got sort of longish curly hair. It's weird. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so... It just looked a little know. bit uncanny valley to me. It, ever so slightly. It, ever so slightly. It, it, it looked a tad. Um, Colson, the other guy, um, so that was the agent that was kind of with him. Yeah, sure. Um, in the car park who got left behind at that point. Mm-hmm. So he was the agent as well. And I feel like for him, you could tell. So I don't know the actor, so it wasn't. I wasn't really looking out for it as much. But okay, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, for him, it was yeah, it, it, it was there, but it wasn't distracting. It was you, know, sure. you just moved past it very quickly. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so then there's this whole story of um, what is this story? What is the plot of this film? <laughs> uh, well, okay, so it initially takes a good half hour for her to actually get to Earth, yeah. for which it's medium exposition medium to high exposition mm-hmm. it's not that interesting no um it's nothing we've not really seen before and it's not very relatable that's probably why i fell asleep because i was kind of like i know what's happening here i, mm. I, I can i can doze for a bit yeah i got a little bit too comfortable and yeah next, you know you're prodding me like wake up yeah. 
But the, so the so the thing is that the Krees and the Skrulls are at war. Yes. And she Carol Danvers has been raised to believe that she's on the the, the Krees mm-hmm. are the good guys, and that she's yeah. fighting on the force of good. Yeah. And these include Jude Law, etc. Yeah. But it turns out that the Skrulls are the good guys, and the Krees are masquerading them, right? Pretty much, yeah. The the scrolls are refugees, essentially. Yeah. So because how of what does the she figure that out? She figures that out because uh, Ben Mendelsohn manages to unlock some memories in her brain, which Jude Law had kind of closed down. Does she get kidnapped? How does she get kidnapped by the the, the scrolls? I can't remember now. Um, she gets kidnapped because there's a bit of an ambush at the start. The uh, the Kree are on like a a mission to just uh, get one of their spies who's been kidnapped previously. To retrieve a spy. Um, to retrieve a spy, yeah, thank you. Uh, and the Kree managed to kidnap, kidnap Carol Because the Krees can also shapeshift, which makes them very... Sorry, scrolls. this is ridiculous. The scrolls can shape. yeah. <laughs> Krees and scrolls. fucking... I mean, they're not similar. Red Martians, they're not, they're not, they're not similar words, but just, yeah, we... Yeah. We've 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 just done a nice big episode on something where there's multiple alien races, and so adding two more to our evening, it's just a bit much. It's a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they can shapeshift the yeah. scrolls. Yeah. Okay. So that makes them a powerful enemy, and they kidnap Carol Danvers. Yes. And they break and into they, they probe her memory because they're looking for something specific. That's it. Yeah. Um, which they kind of find, which is Annette Benning. Well, clues to Annette Benning's um, speed uh, light speed engine. Yeah. So Annette Benning plays Carol Danvers' mentor, mm-hmm. who was also a Cree. Uh, yeah. But she had an attack of conscience at the end when she gets killed. Yes. She gets shot down by other Krees or scrolls. Who, who shoots her down? Uh, Kree, uh, Drude Law. Drude Law shoots um, her down. I mean, the message from this film is kind of, there are good and bad people on both sides. Okay. Which makes it all the more confusing. Like, it's nice and easy when it's just like, oh, these one people are the bad guys and these other people are the good guys. Mm-hmm. Which has been told so many times yeah. in film. And exactly. it, ultimately, it's racist. Yeah, racial profiling. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you look at almost any um, species in Star Trek, it is entirely racist. Mm. Like, one character will be like, oh, well, a, um, a Klingon killed my family or whatever, so I hate all Klingons now, and that's just happens, and it's fine. Sure. Um, and this film's trying to do something a bit different with that, which just makes it super confusing. Yeah. Because in the narrative of a two-and-a-half-hour story it's difficult to get across that like, oh, suddenly these shaped different green lizards, they're good now. Yes. But then, I don't know, something, well, not in this film, but I guess that in future Marvel films, oh, the shaped different green lizard, this is a bad guy now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's going to become difficult. Yeah, it, it, it became a little bit hard to follow. But, so Annette Benning, she is a Cree, and she knows she's a Cree. Yeah. Whereas... And, but, Carol but, but Danvers, she she she's been a Cree posing as a human essentially. Yeah, just and at this point, same. Carol Danvers is just a human. So why was she on Earth? What uh, Annette Benning? Yeah, um, I'm not too sure because uh, Earth had the Tesseract. Oh, so she was looking for the Tesseract. Well, she already had it. She she already had it at that point, but she just teamed up with uh, Shield, the, the the company that Sam Jackson was working for. Okay. Um, yeah, to help just develop this new technology, the lightspeed engine. Okay. So. Uh, and then she got... I didn't entirely understand that. I'm just going to skim past it because mm. I feel like that's a wormhole that's just going to keep getting deeper. Um, so she gets shot down. Okay, wait a minute. I'll help. So Earth had a resource. Okay. Which the, that Tesseract. And they wouldn't give it to her, pretty much, but they would just say like... But you hey, say Earth, who... who Shield in Earth. Okay. Shield is... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's... Samuel L. Jackson people. Okay. 
Um, pretty much like the CIA, but oh, no, no, the Men in Black. The Men in that, Black. No, okay, let's sure. just call them that. Okay. Um, they had this resource. They let her use it for just research purposes, and with which she managed to create a light speed engine. What? So she had the tesseract, and she was using it as like she she had it in her possession. Pretty much. Yeah, she's using it as like fuel or something vaguely it is that, that, okay that, so that, i'm guessing shield didn't realize how important it was to the universe if they were just letting it, this bitch just you know i think so yeah okay. i mean they weren't i don't think they were letting her like take it away but just like hey you can use this to create this sure did they know she was Korea? Or they, they might they might have done i don't know okay. um they probably probably did to be honest okay. uh yeah and so she created that engine but um as she did uh jude law Nearly got it from her, and so uh, Carl Danvers blew it up. Okay, yeah. Just so, to, to stop it all from happening, and Annette Benning died in the process. Yeah. So Annette Benning gets shot out of the sky. Um, Brie Larson, Carol Danvers, shoots the Tesseract mm-hmm. to avoid Jude Law capturing it, gets hit by it, becomes mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Yes. Suddenly becomes the most powerful superhero yes. of them all. Yes, and Jude Law's now thinking, oh, if I can just like inhibit her memories, which he does. Yeah. She'd be a really good addition to my uh, to, to, to my team of like, I don't know, spies or whatever. Sure. Pretty much. Um, yeah, and so then uh, she gets added to to his spy team. They go on a mission. She gets captured by Kree at one point and mm-hmm. sent back to Earth. Then as a whole, what do you think of the sort of friendship between those two? Between Jude Sa- Law. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, between um, Samuel L. Jackson and um, Brie Larson. Mm. Chemist- they had good chemistry. Like, yeah. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson can have good chemistry with anyone. I thought they had fantastic chemistry. No, 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 they were very good. They were very funny. They were easily the best part of the movie. Sure. No, that's fair. Yeah. They, 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 they set up a good dynamic pretty early on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, just, I didn't really get a sense of what Brie Larson's personality was, particularly. Well, it was a bit all over the place because she didn't know who she was. Sure, yeah. And I think that's hard to portray. Yes. And, well, it's, it's difficult to portray a personality of somebody who literally has, does, no, personality. has no personality yeah, exactly yeah so yeah i didn't know who carol who who was carol danvers before she was captain marvel mm. like, yeah. obviously there's a whole speech from the best friend at one point where she's like you're carol danvers you're the most kick-ass woman i've ever met yeah, that's literally where you fell asleep i think yeah i think that was it i was like oh i heard this before yeah good night but, um, <laughs> but like that was very like run of the mill like you know what i mean like john lucas uh, a mist I'm not saying it's, it's not. <laughs> you're making me feel bad now. I don't mean that's like I don't want strong female characters. It sounds, was just like sounds like. No, I'm, sounds like I've just got a great sound clip. You, yes, you have, but uh, <laughs> but in the real world, no. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that I don't want that. It's just that the character. I'd rather have the character the character showed me her personality rather than me being told that she's got this amazing personality. Yeah, and that's nothing on Brie Larson. It's just I didn't get much sense from her you know like, i didn't get who she, like samuel L. jackson just has bags of charisma like you, you can be on any film and you're like okay i know who, exactly who this character is because the same character samuel L. jackson plays in everything but that's fine mm-hmm. like you know whereas for the for brie larson it was just kind of like oh okay i guess she must have been pretty cool but mm-hmm. we, we've not seen anything i mean what do, do you agree do you disagree yeah like she's She's a blank slate in this. She really is. That's it. She's an absolutely a blank slate. Mm. Yeah. Um, which which is great because it means that she can go anywhere, but also it means that currently she's just nothing, really. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what she's going to be like in Avengers Endgame sure. because, uh, like I said, she, she's, she's a blank slate in this. It's 25 years later or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's, it's a decent amount of time later, so her character should have developed. However, she filmed her scenes in Endgame before she filmed Captain Marvel. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, they're only a couple of months apart, release date-wise. Sure. Uh, so, she yeah. She might not have a handle on the character, though. Yes, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know. Interesting, interesting, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, did you know that those two have got a film coming out? What What two? Um, Brie Larson and Snail Jackson. Yes, they Well, a non-Marvel film. Yes, it's a Netflix film. It's coming out on April 5th. Um, give me a quick second just to look. It's coming out on April the 5th. Isn't yeah. that like right the time Avengers comes out? Uh, Avengers end of April. Okay. Um, let's just see. Um, sorry, I just posted about it and somebody posted this really great thing. Uh, it's a couple of comments um, on, on Twitter. Complete sidebar to Captain Marvel, by the way. Sure. Um, well, actually, first, I should say what this film's called, I guess. Yeah. Unicorn Store. Unicorn Store. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's directed by Brie Larson. Okay. I didn't know she was doing that, but sure. Good yeah. for you, Brie Larson. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the film looks really interesting. So is it a feature film, but coming to Netflix? Yes. Okay. Um, and somebody has commented on Twitter saying, lol, this looks like Blair. Take notes from Jonah Hill, who was mentored by Martin Scorsese and took years before he made his directorial debut out of respect for art, for the artistry of film and the position of director. This seems like she's just riding Captain Marvel's wave. Mm. So essentially somebody's saying, oh, she's just done Captain Marvel, it's been a success, so now she thinks she can direct a film. Okay. And then Netflix replied to, oh, to, this, to this guy's tweet. Brie Larson has 58 acting credits, 53 award nominations, two writing credits, one short film directing credits, one composing credit, one producing credit, one Oscar, one feature directing credit, been working since 1998. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with Netflix. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just thought it was so good it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's like the... Anyway, any more thoughts on this film? Um, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. That's pretty much it. It was fine. It was perfectly I'm, I'm interested to see what it does to the Marvel Universe, because introducing shapeshifters to the universe is yes. one thing. Like, this is one thing that I like about the Marvel Universe, is it does do, you know, probably all the uh, the normal superhero, like, powers and stuff, Yeah. but very much, like, one at a time. Yes. It is... It, it, doesn't do like well, our heroes did, for example. Mm-hmm. Which is like, now we've got everybody. We've got a shapeshifter. We've got a guy who can fly. We've got a bulletproof person. We've got a guy who can make bombs, shoot fire from his hands, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, one thing at a time. Like, suddenly we'll introduce aliens, and then we'll introduce magic, and then we'll introduce shapeshifters. And, you know, we're 11 years in, and we've introduced, introduced shapeshifters now. Yeah. And not before. And that's how the Marvel Universe has stayed so uh, easy to watch. Yeah. Because you can still always understand what's going on because it's just one step at a time. Sure. So, um, yeah, I'm interested to see where they go from here. I will say for this film, one of the things, that, one of the problems and I Ben Mendelsohn as a shapeshifter was just great. He was good fun. He was mm. good fun. Because it felt like the character that she played was completely, like, was so strong that when she developed her powers, suddenly there were no stakes anymore. Mm-hmm. Because it was just like she was so powerful that she could not be defeated. Yeah. Well, they, they, as soon as that happened, like they kind of just burnt through that really quickly. Yeah. Just like, oh, there's a load of missiles coming towards it. She sorted that out. There's yeah. some spaceships and she's blown one of them up. And and that's it. It just felt like that it, made it, the film lack stakes. It all happened in like two two minutes or something. Yeah. yeah sure. Until then, like there, she has fights that are kind of even when it's... You know, her versus, like, 50 other people. Sure. And she, she holds her own. Um, there's still a bit of a stake there because she is struggling a, a little bit 
I guess. I don't know. I just, I never felt like there was, I didn't really ever feel, get a sense of stakes for this film, right? A sense of like peril or like. True, true. But sometimes it's nice to have a film that's not all about the end of the world. Sure. No, it wasn't like, oh, the world's going to end, but just for her personally, it was like, she, she can eat, she's so capable. It was like, there's no way she's not going to beat this. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. That was a bit of a thing. We haven't talked about the cat. Ah, yes, the cat. Um, do you like cats? You know I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, you're wrong, but sure. Mm-hmm. So there's a cat in this that is also an alien? Yeah. But where did it come from? No one knows. I was... This is the plot where... It confused, doesn't matter. It confused me so much. I think this is the bit where I was, like, I was asleep and I woke up and suddenly there's like a cat that eats people. I was like, where did this cat come from? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what... But apparently I missed nothing. It was just That's just how they did it. That's just how... It, it was funny. It was a good joke. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to an explanation of that cat. Do you think that cat's going to be in Avengers? Is it going to still be alive? It's not going to be in Avengers Endgame. No. I mean, I, that cat literally I, ate the Tesseract. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but it threw it up at the end. Yes, true. Um, yeah, like it's... Yeah, it won't be in Avengers, but it may well be in Captain Marvel 2. Okay. Um, I don't know. Sure. Also, you have no idea how long Flurkins live. The true. cat is a Flurkin, by the way. Flurkin. Yeah. That's not its name, that's its species. A Flurkin. Yeah. Right. Well, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Problem? <laughs> no, no, I have no complaints. Okay, so. cool. You shouldn't. Um, cool, so how do you, how do you rate this out of ten, then? Um, I give this a six. Six? I didn't like it very much. I found it quite bland. Okay, yeah, it, it it's fine. Like, it's really not breaking any boundaries. No. Um, other than just, as I mentioned putting a female in the lead role and not making a big, big thing of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, say I'd, I'd give it a seven, okay. I think. Like, it, it, it was it was fine. Yeah. Um, nothing nothing that, about this was memorable for me. Okay, yeah. Like, it wasn't bad. I wasn't annoyed. It was perfectly well made. But there was nothing that I'm going to go back to next time when we talk about this and I'll be like, oh, that was an amazing scene. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of ticking the boxes and doing its job. Yeah. Sure. Um, cool, cool. Well, I guess that wraps it up. That's a seven and a six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Cool. Thank you all for subscribing. Tune in next week where we will be reviewing us. Us, yes. The not not ourselves. But, <laughs> but no, the that's film. the week after. Yeah. Um, the film, Us. Yes, the new Jordan Peele film, director of Get Out, which mm. I'm really excited for. So it's it's going to be a good I'm time. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that, that'll be that. Thank you, everybody. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Let's go beyond, beyond the box set.